0: Welcome to Wisdom Personified, Conversations with Dudum Somi, a passionate and relentless pursuit of exploring how individuals use good judgment in everyday life, both in their personal and professional lives. For this new episode of Wisdom Personified, Conversations with Dudum Somi, I am speaking to Farai Mangwende. She is Group Marketing and Strategy Executive in First Mutual Holdings in Zimbabwe. She holds a master's degree in Public Communications and Public Relations from the University of Westminster in the UK. I first met Farai in 2010 in the US where we were nominated as 35 emerging women leaders from various parts of the world to participate in the Fortune US State Department Global Women Mentoring Program, where we were matched with women and CEOs of Fortune 500 companies to be our mentors over a four week period. Hello, how are you, Farai? I'm fine, thanks, Judy. How are you? Oh, I'm so sad that you couldn't make it. I'm heartbroken.
1: i was looking forward to some retail therapy but yeah um
0: it is what it is yeah but thank goodness for technology all right yeah so you uh grew up in zimbabwe did you can you tell me a bit about your upbringing what were your most treasured memories as a child and do you have siblings um yes i have
1: uh goodness i have to think about this uh, I come from an African family, so the sibling dynamic is hectic. So I'm just going to like include all of them. I have five siblings. Okay. <laughs> Compl- complicated, but uh, there you go. But on my mom's kids, I have uh, two siblings, but in total, five. Um, I grew up partly in Zim, uh, Zimbabwe and partly in the UK. My dad was a political activist, um, as was my mom. So at one stage, his life was in danger, so um, uh, he left to go and, and live in the UK, and then we followed suit when we were young. So my formative years were, were in the UK, and then we came back um, after independence to Zimbabwe. So I think that's it really in a nutshell. So insofar as um, growing up is concerned, uh, or upbringing, it's um, in a mishmash of uh, Zimbabwe and the UK as well, or London back in the day.
0: Yeah, Okay. What do you think wisdom is as opposed to intelligence?
1: Okay. I think wisdom for me um, is underpinned by discernment. Um, Whereas intelligence, anyone can be intelligent. Your brain can be super smart and super sharp, but it doesn't necessarily make you wise. Wisdom is discernment and the ability, I think, to um, read other human beings, read other people, Emotionally and um, just even their body language, uh, I think that all adds to 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 wisdom and, um, of course, coupled with experience as well.
0: Uh, I haven't asked that one in a long while, so I thought I'll put it in there. <laughs> oh, the, yeah. uh, so you was like, wait a minute, do there was another script. <laughs> I like putting things <laughs> that are not in the script. Yeah, it's a conversation for I. <laughs> you are the group. <laughs> you are the group marketing and strategy executive in First Mutual Holdings Limited in Zimbabwe. You hold a master's yes. degree in public communications and public relations from the University of Westminster in the UK. Why have you chosen not to emigrate from Zimbabwe like many professionals have done?
1: Um, you know what? I did have that option. When I finished my master's, I actually went for a couple of interviews. Um, my whole family lives there. So it it, it made uh, logical sense for me to also live there. And I remember the day that I went for my interview. Um, that was 9-11. Right. And I was sitting in the city. It was a city job and there were big screens. And we literally saw this airplane like go into one of the towers. And then we were like, is this a movie? And then literally we were all shuttled out of the city. Like we had to get out, like get out, get out, get out. So that was a bit like, wow. You know, there was something like that would not ordinarily happen in my little country. Uh, so that was a little bit scary insofar as am I safe in this place? But uh, the, the major reason really why I moved back home is that um, I love Africa. I'm an African at heart. And this might sound really silly, but I love being in a place where people can actually say my name. Um, I mean, when I lived in England, (laughs) it it sounds very silly, but um, I had variations of Ferragi, Ferrari, you know, all sorts of things. But um, I think more importantly, back in the day, um, my line of work um, as a foreigner, as as an, an African, as a woman of color, um, my path to um, professional growth uh, was very limited. It was capped. So it was a whole reason of, of of things. And I felt that I'd have a better life in, in, in Zimbabwe for me and my daughter, to be honest.
0: It's so interesting that the others are leaving and then you saw such opportunities even throughout this volatile time. But uh, so you contributed to an anthology of women who grew up in two countries, Uh, which is called Township Girls, the crossover generation. What is the crossover generation? What wisdom have you gained that has influenced the African woman you are from being part of this crossover generation? Okay,
1: so the crossover generation um, is really a crossover, not necessarily country-wise. It was a mishmash of women that had grown up fully in Zimbabwe. Some lived um, in, in, in more than one country in Zimbabwe and another country. But the crossover generation was really the crossover from the apartheid era in Zimbabwe at the time. So we were the children that grew up in the townships where, I'm sure you can relate, where you know um, people of color or were not allowed to live in certain areas, were not allowed to to go certain places do certain things so we were the crossover generation that um level one if you if if if, if, if you want to call it that where where uh, we were the first generation to go to the uh, co- uh the, the mixed schools the interracial schools so it was crossover from township life um to um a, 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 an interracial um, society, um if you will. And the bulk of the women sort of came from a middle class background. Um, you know our parents were, you know, they were activists, they were front runners. they were people that made a difference to their community. So that's the common thread that we have amongst us. Uh, but, yeah, the crossover really is from um, uh, 100% life in the African townships to now, um, you know, life post-independence. So, yeah, uh, pre- and post-independence, I think, if I was to sum it up.
0: Yeah. Um, I must say one of the books that captured a little bit of our experiences was nervous conditions. I think I've mentioned oh, that yeah. to you. When I read that yes, in high school, have. um mm-hmm. Because I always say think books that really kind of made me think of myself as an African in a particular way were Things Fall Apart, mm-hmm. Devil on the Cross, That's mm-hmm. and Nervous Conditions. It's like, you know, um, yeah, but anyway. And now you have to add Township Girls to that. Yeah, <laughs> so you have to sign it for me so that I can read it. I need I, I will sign it and deliver it personally. <laughs> so you wrote a fitness blog a few years ago called How to Eat uh-huh. an Elephant, where you shared uh-huh. your journey as you prepared to run your first half marathon. What did you learn about yourself during that process?
1: Okay, so I learned that um, I actually had it in me to endure hardship um, I learned that um, just because you don't like something, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad because you have an opinion about it. The reason why I say that is, um when I was at school, I absolutely detested uh, cross country. So this year now I'm I'm airing out my dirty linen in public. So we would sort of like stand like in in at a certain spot and wait for everyone else to go round. When they came round, the second time <laughs> we joined them and finished. Oh gosh, yeah, I know, so terrible. But also, I mean, this is very weird. I have this weird condition that if I run, um, I get itchy. Oh, so it was a whole plethora of things that, um. I just was like, okay, I'm turning 50. That's the reason why I also ran my half marathon. I was turning 50 that year. And I needed to do something where I could overcome uh, my fear of something, mind over matter and endurance.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. And um, so uh, we were talking with um, our family. We always have the, what are you going to do for New Year's? What is your resolution? And then I was just like, okay, I'm going to run half a marathon and overcome my fear of running and the fact that I just don't like it and everyone was like yeah 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 so i called up my my gym instructor and i said this is what i'm going to do so now i was committed <laughs> and um one thing that also pushed me was my dad always used to say i'll try and translate it um into english it might lose meaning a little bit but he always used to say how can you be um um overcome or beaten by something that doesn't talk uh, yeah. that can't talk yeah. <laughs> you know in, in, in short it makes sense but anyway that's yeah, the um, it makes the perfect translation. sense in english <laughs> funny girl <laughs> anyway yeah so that's that, that's how come I decided to do it so it was literally the landmark thing that I was gonna do to mark my half a century on earth wow
0: so yeah that's
1: and that's how we, we, you we did, did it
0: that. yeah we were following that journey I did,
1: did. Yes. It, it was the most amazing feeling because um I think uh well you read the blog but it like um you know like kilometer number 18 I was done I was like so done like I couldn't do it anymore (laughs) literally my hip came out of place where it felt like that that's a bit of an exaggeration (laughs) but my hip just started to hurt and there was this ambulance you know when you do those races there's always an ambulance that um that runs along and the temptation to get in was so so big but then on my playlist um one of my favorite um uh, 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 singers Oliver Mtukudzi, there's uh, there's a song. It basic. It's called what Basanda uh, Pesa. So it basically says, "Look, I've 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 done what I what I set out to do," and literally that was it. And I was like, "But I've only got three k's, and, and why am I not finishing what I set out to do?" And literally that was it. Eh? yeah, that's that was the push that I got to finish. Yeah, yeah.
0: Now it's always. I mean, I remember one time I joined this uh, walk. I'm that kind of person who, the day I decide to do something, I don't train. The day I decide to do something, I do it. You just do it. But there are times where you don't do 10Ks when you have not trained for it. It's just not. Yeah. And... And then they go around because now you're w- one of the last people at the back. <laughs> and they go around trying to call it. I was like, I'm not going into that van. I'm not going. I literally, <laughs> I, I pulled myself. I don't know. You know, like you couldn't, you can't walk anymore, but um, like, uh-huh. I'm like, I'm going to get there. I don't know where it comes from sometimes. I should just like, yeah. like run consistently instead of just doing it once a year. <laughs>
1: I I hear you, but I think what's what I think is amazing, though, is how human beings, how we have it in us to dig deep when it when it matters. We dig deep. Yeah. And if you
0: allow yourself to, no matter how painful it is. Mm -hmm. What wisdom have you learned about humanity that has been illuminated by the prolonged crisis in Zimbabwe? What keeps you hopeful?
1: Okay, so a couple of things um the first one okay i'm a believer uh, i'm i'm a christian so the first thing i always say that um there's the truth and then there are facts right sometimes it's a bit of a is it oxymoron is that the correct yeah. thing i'm not sure but anyway um so there's the truth and, there, and then there are facts and depending on your belief system um the truth is um or the facts are okay there's hyperinflation there's everything going wrong let's say for me it's the the third time in one lifetime i'm not pleased let's not even go into that that's a whole other conversation yeah but um the truth for me is what does the word of god says he says i'll never leave you nor forsake you he says that i will provide for you um so in my case that is what has kept me going um from a personal perspective right and when I look at the things that have happened and how um, things have just sort of aligned, I, I have never lacked, to be honest. Um, I've had opportunities even amidst the, the, the drama, as I call it. Um, there's been um, transfer of wealth, right? Um, I, I mean, uh, how, how, um, what do I mean by that? So um, I remember my first house, my first experience with hyperinflation, um, when I eventually got to clear it, it was literally like this much money. You mm. know what I mean? So wow. for me, that's transfer of wealth. The the circum that's a truth. So I now have an asset, right? The facts say that there's hyperinflation. You can't do this. You can't do that. But the truth was there was transfer of wealth, and I got to own assets that ordinarily I would have spent a whole lifetime paying yeah. off mortgages. You know what I mean? So for me, dude, this has happened.
0: I mean, and that garden. Uh, yeah
1: thank you thank you yeah my safe place my sanctuary so yeah so that for me is what what i determine truth right and also the thing is it's home uh juju uh when all is said and done i can move to south africa my mom was south african i can go and live in england I've, you know i'm able to live there i could even maybe even go and live in, in in the u.s or wherever but um it's 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 this is the place that i call home this is the place that i have peace so i think it would take like a lot uh, for me to move and also i feel that being here i'm able to impact um the youth i'm very passionate about mentoring young um, children i'm able to to impact in a certain sort of way and also um choose your heart you know what i mean do i want to go and live in england in a small place? And maybe be working a job that I really shouldn't, that may be below what I think I should be doing. And also, like, whether that's not great, or do I want to be a foreigner in another country? You have to choose your heart. Yeah. So, I yeah. guess um, th- this is choosing my heart. heart. Yeah, yeah. you saw the Yeah. Yeah.
0: I always say Zimbabweans are going to teach us so much about risk management when all is said and done. Uh, yeah. in just some books businesses. to be written books waiting right there. yeah precisely <laughs> um mm-hmm. what do you think your unique velo proposition is if you are not here tomorrow what would we miss about you uh you'd miss my smile <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> i have the ability i think to celebrate other people you know how human beings if things aren't going well for you um, people find it difficult to celebrate other people if their things are going on well for them. So I think I, I, that's something that I believe my community um, around me would miss. Um, I think that they, I, I'm a very helpful person. I, I love to see people be the best version of themselves and help them to get there. So that's something that gives me so, so much joy. Um, so I believe my community and my family would, um, would miss that as well.
0: And, of course, my amazing personality. Oh. <laughs> How could we miss that? Indeed. <laughs> Actually, the first time we met, I didn't know if we will get on. There was a time where I thought, and usually I'm not, uh, I, I don't, I, very, I don't think there are people I dislike in this world. So when I meet somebody, it will, it's either we like best friends or we just exist. In the same plane, okay so at first I okay. thought okay, so but I was just surprised how much I became very fond of you and yeah, Aww. it was just, yeah, it was an interesting evolution. <laughs> Mad love right back at you.
1: I, I, I remember our first encounter when you wrote to me, we didn't know each other, but I think you knew my former boss and you're like, Farai, on that, uh, the yeah. Vital Voices um program. And you're like, why aren't you responding to emails? Da, da, da. And it turned out that they had my email address wrong. And I was just like, wow, this is such an amazing human being that, out of this, this like this group of 33 people, she's seen that everyone else has responded and not this particular person. So for me, I was like, wow, she has an amazing spirit. <laughs> and, and I mean, that was just such a kind thing to do because I, I think the day that you got in touch, I literally like had a day left and i was going to be like excluded from the program so yeah oh. that's what drew me to you that you, you you were a kind and considerate person that you care about other people
0: yeah thank you i try and be awake <laughs> just to be awake in the world and see how life is impacting other people you know yeah, true. anyway true, true. so i'm glad you you were you were able to come the sad part is um what did you losing your mother teach you about living Cause I know you loved and you are so close to your mom.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a very emotional kind of um, question, but um, what did it teach me about living? Um, it taught me, well, I think what what I got out of that was that I always, you know how you talk and you, you always say, Oh, I can't do life without my mom. What did I do without mm, her? Mm. But what it taught me is that she had already equipped me
0: mm.
1: with the skills to live without her, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So it it also taught me that um, when you've been given a legacy or in, in, in like what my mom uh, did in uh, an amazing parent, she was like a front runner in a very quiet sort of way. Um, What it taught me was that you need to really embrace life and live your best life. If that makes sense. Um, It's, I think it's unfair to, 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 to God, to yourself, to people around you. If you've had an amazing upbringing, you've been given and taught so much. And just because that person is not there. Yes. You have a season of mourning, but you need to take the wisdom and the lessons that they've given you and give to the next generation and give to people around you. So I think yeah, that, that would sum up without sort of you know getting a weepy and all the other yeah. things. But I think that would uh, that, that would sum up um, the, the the lesson, um, if, if if you will.
0: Yeah, that's beautiful. And now you are a young grandma. I mean, you were <laughs> not not many fifty year old something grandmas get happy about being made grandma so young. But what wisdom are you <laughs> eager to share with your granddaughter?
1: Well, I have to like wax lyrical a little bit about her before I answer that question. Um, she, well, I got to see the next generation. I'm like, wow. You know how we pray? And I, I used to pray, say, Lord, give me long life, that I'll see the next generation. <laughs> and then I saw the next generation and I was like, wow. Like, Oh my gosh, kind of, wow. Um, And she is what I call perfect love. Mm -hmm. She is perfect love for me. So the wisdom that I would give her is that be the most authentic version of you. Don't don't try and be someone else because you create barriers by, and and you're living in untruth because you're constantly having to mask um, Mm. by not being yourself. So I think to be yourself and to be kind, uh, kindness I think is just one of the most amazing things. And also, if you have it in you to help someone, um, irrespective of how small it is, help that person. Yeah, you're the answer to someone's prayer. So those are my my three big things. And of course, live your best life.
0: Yeah, and
1: don't hurt other people intentionally. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. those are good lessons, mm-hmm. even for us at our age to learn. What is the most daring? thing you have done in life so far and what was the motive for doing it okay so
1: I have an in like uh, an inordinate fear for heights like you have no idea like I don't do we went to Disneyland and I'm that person that sat you know the the teapot rides Mm -hmm. yeah I'm the one that was in the teapot ride and everyone else was doing crazy things I (laughs) do not like heights at all so um it was so weird. Like the, the 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 December. My mom passed on in in April, so the December before she passed on, we went to Vic Falls, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna overcome my fear of heights.
0: Oh my god! And I
1: did. Um, I know. I know. It wasn't a bungee jump. I did the gorge swing across the, um, uh, the 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 Zambezi River. Okay. I think that was more frightening because with a gorge swing, you push yourself mm. off like so you're basically telling yourself that okay this is it we're dying and and, and you are actively pushing yourself yeah. off this platform oh my gosh that's all I can say it I mean like I think I thought I died in the first 10 seconds which it felt like 10 hours yeah but once I um once we sort of like went across and then we were like in this gorge and you see the water beneath and, and like this gorge on either side and it was just still wow. gente, it was still it was quiet and there's this verse in the bible that says be still and know that i'm god Mm -hmm. oh that was it for me and then i was like wow yeah so overcoming that fear and and uh, that was the most daring thing for me anyway and just the peace and the beauty and the stillness that i experienced wow i i couldn't even put that in words
0: yeah that sounds now i thought you were gonna say bungee jump Went there and I was like, That's a lot, and I was like, Not today, (laughs) no thanks. That's head first. You couldn't give me all, no, no, no. We're not trying to do that. Uh What is the most perfect day for you? What would be happening in that perfect day?
1: Ah, goodness, you know, before my granddaughter was born, my perfect day would literally just be to sit on the beach, um, and read a book you know how the water is just so calming and just watch the water I have this thing about water read a good book I don't drink much but just to my, my favorite drink that I do like my goat is a pina colada mm-hmm. and just to be having that sitting on the beach and just being still and watching that water and being connected with the the, the universe as it were I love being still uh, because my life is very hectic. It's a bit like a hamster. Mm-hmm. So that for me would be a perfect day. But uh, that, that was my ideal perfect day. But now I think just hanging out with my grandchild, when she looks at me, her whole face just lights up. I, I, I firmly believe I'm her favorite human being.
0: <laughs> <So>. Yeah. <laughs> I used to say that about dad. His face is to light up whenever I walked in the room literally yeah so her
1: face yeah so that for me is a perfect day that um and and the, the cutest part of that perfect day is like the bedtime bath time routine um like when you're done she just puts like her little head on my chest oh. and so trusting in that it is wow yeah. yeah that's just amazing yeah so that's my perfect day at the moment <laughs> there'll oh. be the, I, I don't know what's gonna beat that but that's that's my perfect day those
0: little joys what traits yes. do you admire most in others that you do you do not have? And why do you admire that trait?
1: Um, I'm a very I'm not an aggressive person, believe it or not. Like um, you know, there are those people that are very not going and let's go and do this, and 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 they're just fearless. They literally just go and do it and think about the consequences later. Mm -hmm. So that's very high risk, high return, depending on the situation. Um, I I, I, I over process things. So I'm not that person that will just, um, you know, just let's just go and do this. I I process things. I like order. I like, okay, we're going to do one, two, three. I like my lists. I like predictability. Mm. So I think that sometimes in life you can miss out on, on 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 opportunities or crazy experiences because you over things mm-hmm. so yeah it's something that I would like to, to 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 be part of me going forward because I think that there's some opportunities that literally come once in a lifetime and if you're going to over process them you're going to miss the moment yeah
0: mm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. we need a balance there it's always the tough one We're almost coming to the end because, you know, you and I can chat and chat and chat. Right. What is the most awkward experience that you've been through, but which made you a better human being in hindsight? (laughs) Okay, this is like really
1: like my daughter or the the, the millennials would say ratchet behavior. (laughs) Well, what I did. Yeah. So, okay, it was to do with the romantic relationship and... For me, like, I was so done. I literally was so done. But um, just the courage to say, you know, I can't do this. I'm so glad I'm like this age now because I don't have that problem anymore. But um, at the time, so I was talking to my friend and I was like, I can't stand this. I, like, I just can't do this anymore. Can you believe that he's showed up at my door? No, 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 no. And then I sent the message to that person ah! instead of my friend. Ooh! Ooh! Oh, that, Yeah.
0: That was oh, the universe. Every time.
1: Oh, like even thinking about it now, I want to die. Yeah. It was literally the most awful thing. Oh, my that, gosh. Yeah, that was the worst. And the lesson out of that, it gave me the courage to, with anyone, if I'm not feeling the situation or you or a circumstance, I will tell you. Yeah, directly. Nicely. Yeah. I will say, you know what? This isn't working for me. It's probably hard for you to hear da-da-da-da, you know, whichever words come up. But I've learned that, you know what, I would want someone to be kind to me and tell me that, you know, this is not working as opposed to... So, yeah, that was
0: a... Ish, that's a note to young Farai. Never do that again. It's a note to any human being. Just to not... Yeah, when you have an issue with somebody, yeah. be direct. Do not get other people involved because the universe guides the information towards the right person. And, sh- and-, and, it, and it did.
1: It did. It And I'm still trying to get over it. Like, <laughs> this happened like so many years ago, but every time I think about it, it's so like yeah, cringe, yeah, cringe, cringe. But yeah. yeah, not my not my finest moment. But I've definitely learned um, something out of it, and I've never done it again, and would never do it again. <laughs> Uh, what is still on your bucket list to do? Now that I sort of realize that I don't die if I do like um, uh, do things that involve heights,
0: I would love to go hang gliding. Okay. Or parachute jumping. That would be yeah. fun. Okay. Mm, so Should we I, do I that would, in I the next? Well, when you come to the next reunion, that will be nice. That that, that will be nice, but give me time, girl. Give me time. Uh, <laughs> so and then in closing before we do the last one um what legacy do you want to leave in the world
1: um that i that i left my own environment with the people that interacted with me in a better um in a better state than i found them um like i said earlier mentoring is my one big thing i love mentoring so i do it informally
0: yeah.
1: uh with quite, uh, quite a um, you know a, a number of people and uh my big thing in, in in life is that um from our interaction if i was mentoring you did i give you the wings to fly yeah. did i equip you with the wings to fly so i think that's that's kind of like my big thing and if i was not mentoring you um did our interaction leave you in a better place than when i found you yeah. whether it's a friend it's work it's strategy it's it's yeah, yeah that um yeah i think that that's 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 me in a nutshell yeah
0: we we are connected in that sense i'm launching because it's been unstructured so long this mentorship i've been doing all my life i'm formally launching busara leadership mentoring journey um so fantastic yeah so i'm looking forward to it um, you know oh, wow. i've had requests for so many years and so now i'm uh-huh. formally doing it um so, you know what? You've inspired me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, formally do it. Uh, so in wrapping up, what wisdom would you like to leave us with? Um, that, you know, it doesn't take anything
1: out of you to be kind and considerate to other human beings. If you can help um, someone in whatever shape or form, um, do it. You don't have to get recognition for it, but just do it anyway. Yeah. That, that that's
0: Yeah. Indeed. We could all learn from mm-hmm. that. And just yeah. share more, you know. It's like, I always think, so you have all these billions sitting there or millions sitting there, and there are people in need around you. What what What, what is so difficult by, you know, just doing things, exactly. even if the government is supposed to do them, but if you have the ability, just do. I struggle just with that it. as a human being, I must say. <laughs> wow. <Well>, I- <laughs> anyway, but okay. thank you so much for the time my friend i hope we see you on our shows sometime soon
1: definitely definitely as soon as i've packed off my 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 you know my 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 story you'll definitely see me you definitely
0: see me <laughs> perfect <laughs> or else i'll be then soon right. before you but anyway
1: <laughs> all right okay uh, this was absolutely amazing i had the best time
0: i was a bit like oh my
1: gosh but you know what i think we this was great i really (laughs) enjoyed it yeah great you got me to put on makeup on a saturday afternoon when generally i give my face a break
0: so (laughs) you're an important part of my life (laughs) i am very honored (laughs) thank you so much thank you Thank you for listening to this episode of Wisdom Personified Conversations with Dudum Somi. Please also like, follow, and subscribe to our channel and share the wisdom with your friends. I would love it if you could rate and review as well. Wisdom Personified Conversations with Dudum Somi is also available on YouTube, Facebook Watch, Apple, and Google Podcasts, as well as Spotify. Enjoy the wisdom journey.